0: Hey, Jesus. You like my outfit? Too much leather. Too much... Br- oh, no, but I thought I looked... Okay, yep, you're right. Nope, I'll do better next time. Sorry. Oh. Oh, we're talking about them. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, guys, we're talking about Cain and Abel today. Episode two of Bible Stories with
1: Brianda. I got my girl, Weezy. Hi! How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. Now that you said one of them is sexy, I'm kind of, I'm doing real great.
0: Honestly, I think it is a bit, of, like, blasphemous to do that. I don't know how far I'm going to go on this show.
1: Blast it. <laughs> Blast it.
0: <laughs> no, it makes me feel
1: bad after. Like, I'll do it, but then I'll be like, I keep calling you. Like, I, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I, yeah, I thought Kane and Abel, like I said, was a hardware store. Because I knew <laughs> I had heard the two names before. And I was like, okay, I've been there. But no, that was a home depot. Okay. Look. <laughs>
0: that. Yo, I asked this whole room if they knew what, who Cain and Abel were in the Bible because I thought it was as common knowledge as Adam and Eve. No one in this room knew who Cain and Abel were. So that's how I know Bible stories is necessary for your viewing pleasure, okay? So the story of Cain and Abel. It's wicked short. I mean, in the Bible, it's not even a full chapter. I think it's like total sixteen lines, twenty-two uh, ish, uh, of the story that we're about to tell. But it's it's juicy in in meaning, right? There's profundity. in oh, God f- me for saying that word. But there's there's a really profound message in the entire story of these two brothers. So for those of you who don't know, Adam and Eve from episode one bore children they were named cain and abel cain was the eldest one and he was more of an agriculturalist he worked you know the land he dealt with all the crops in the in the in the garden um, he he dealt with agriculture his younger brother abel he de- he was a shepherd so he dealt with the animals and such that was his area of expertise and by this point Uh, We already know that Adam and Eve sinned, right? But they were living their lives because God also said they were to be fruitful and they did and they were. So immediately after that they're introduced, uh, we find Cain and Abel bringing over sacrificial offerings to God. Now there are many different biblical interpretations of what that means. I'm gonna give you mine because it's my podcast. And I think what that was indicative of how much, how appreciative they were for, you know, sacrificing, um, making sacrifices for them, and they were depicting gratitude. I mean, we already know that their parents messed up, right? So they don't want to be the next generation to mess up, or so we think. So Cain and Abel bring God sacrifices. Cain offers him some herbs, some plants, some crops, but Abel Abel offers him the blood of a sheep. In fact, let me grab the exact Bible verse. Let me grab my notes if my gloves let me do that. Sorry. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. See Genesis chapter four, verse three. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. And what does that mean? God said to Cain, "Uh, this is my gift. Okay. And to Abel, he was like, that's why like, you're my favorite. I love this one. Weezy, has someone ever given you a gift that you were extremely
1: underwhelmed by? Well, I don't know how much time we all have today. <laughs> Let me take you to Valentine's Day 2020, 2019, 2018. I'm never satisfied with a gift. In fact, there are some gifts I've been given where I've said, if it was the thought that counted, don't think about me. <laughs> Just forget about me. Um, I, I try to be grateful for all gifts, but some people I feel like do put low effort into some gifts.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think that in in this sense – it's almost like God was being very intentional about the fact that he favored Abel's more. And there are, again, other different interpretations, bringing it back to you guys, of like what that means. Some people think, oh, why was God showing favorites? You know, mm-hmm. that's not very nice. But that's actually a common theme throughout the Bible. We'll see it on a later episode when we discuss Jacob and Joseph um, and his brothers. You see it all throughout the Bible, this like sense of favoritism. And what's so funny about Cain and Abel story is that although Cain was the firstborn, Abel was the favorite. So there's a dichotomy there between that, between that relationship. Now, Cain was pissed off Visibly. The second God said that, he was pissed. And God said to him, hey boy, why are you so crestfallen? You better control that. God literally warns him, he goes, I see you, you better re- rein that in. Because whatever that is, it's not gonna lead to anything good. That feeling, God feels what we feel. God is all knowing, omnipresent. So Cain tells Abel about, his, about what has occurred, He takes Abel to a field, and in the Bible, they don't say what they spoke about, but you can only assume. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder what he was saying. He was probably like, yo, why does God with you more than he f***s with me? Like, I just don't get it. Um, And, but it doesn't, it doesn't, the Bible does not say. That is Brie just, you know, shooting the, shooting the bleep, okay? So when Cain takes Abel to the field, he slew him. (laughs) They say that he took a stone and he hit his brother's head with it, murdering him. He even went so far as to bury his brother in the ground. Now, you may be wondering where the story goes from here. And I'm going to tell you because it's kind of reminiscent to episode one, Adam and Eve. God shows up all aloof, right? Giving them an opportunity, right? He gives us an opportunity to fess up like a parent. He goes, hey, Cain where's Abel? I don't see him anywhere. And Cain goes, what? Am I my brother's keeper? I don't know. Go find him. You're God. That, my friends, is sin number two Cain committed. The first being murder, the second being lying to God in his face, that already we can already tell you've given yourself up. We already know what you' what you believe your relationship with God is. If you're big enough to lie to his face as if that disappointment wouldn't affect you later, right? Here, his heart is illuminated. Your heart was never with God. When you brought those fruits and stuff, it wasn't about the fruit, or whatever. You're, you've been exposed, brother. You've been exposed as a fraud, Wheezy. Kane was a fraud.
1: Okay, hold on. Why you put my name with Kane? I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry but it's true. You know what I mean? Like th- the fact that he would even think to lie already shows me what you thought of God in the first place. Of course, I will say this many times on this podcast. God is all-knowing. God is omnipresent. If he feeds you certain questions, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. It's
1: so that you have the choice to reveal what's in your heart, so he know, but he just checking to see if I'm telling the truth.
0: Oh yeah, so he
1: got the password to my phone. Yeah, oh so absolutely. He know what I've been doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like he he gives you an opportunity to see, you know what will, what will your choice be? He gave us free will. Will you pre- will you repent for your sins or not? Which is just as important as any other part of like forgiveness and acknowledgement, or whatever the whole process. Repentance. Do you know what repentance is, Wheezy?
1: Or like- When ta- you gotta like pay it back.
0: Mm. You guys, that is my producer, Wheezy, here on a Bible podcast. <laughs> repentance is when you acknowledge your wrongdoing and wholeheartedly ask our father for forgiveness. Ask or for forgiveness. Like you feel so much shame about what you've just done that you get on your hands and knees and you're like, I'm sick right now. That's repentance.
1: And God can feel that. I really thought repentance was like, or when someone says you need to repent, I really thought it was like, you have to do something to show me you're sorry. Which could
0: be kind of Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. Sorry, it's the leather. But wait, but (laughs) but I like what you're doing with this, though. Like, in a sense, you are giving something. Like, you do need to sacrifice something. You do need to give. You do need to demonstrate. You do need to confess. So there is something. You're giving something. Mm-hmm. It's very vulnerable to reveal that you've done wrong in a real way. Not in just acknowledging that you've done wrong, but to kind of accept, accept that what you did was foul and, just, and, and also macro level, how did it affect those around you? right? That, that's repentance and asking for forgiveness. How am I going to get better from this really? So God hits him with a, do you think I'm dumb? Do you Cain think I'm dumb? I hear Abel's blood crying from the soil, you dumbass! Like I hear him, you know? And he says it's to Cain and then Cain goes, okay, right? No, wait, you're right. I'm sorry, man. Now I'm going to be screwed. Everybody's going to, everybody's going to want to like kill me now which I think is kind of peculiar, Wheezy. I'm going to take it to you, baby. Because this is before, this is Genesis. Therefore, if you guys know the first five books Moses wrote in the Torah, this is before God gave, we'll describe this in in a later episode, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. That is what gave us our laws as humankind like we know that stealing from stores is bad we know that we must respect our parents like these those common things this is before then and even then Cain said crap people someone's gonna kill me like he knew that what he did was wrong internally that consciousness it goes without teaching it goes without saying you feel it it, it kind of it's an insight into like the human behavior and human psychology right it's like it's like What's that word that your boy Andrew Schultz, Alex, shout out Alex Media here, always uses like reptilian thing? It's like a reptilian thing. You like know that you've done something wrong. A- a- automatically, Cain goes, Father, they're gonna they're gonna strike me dead when they see me if you ban me. If you because God said, You're out of here, bye, you're out of the garden. We don't need you over here. So God says, You know what? No, no, you've acknowledged what you've done is wrong. I'm gonna mark you. So that no one in any of the land can ever kill you. And anyone who tries to, I'm going to make their punishment seven times worse than what happened with you. Mark it you. like a tattoo? I thought you can't get that in the Bible. You know what? When the, the, term mark, the term mark in the Bible, they don't really expound on it. But when they say mark, it's more of a, like a, it's like an, it's like an, it's just a, it's a marker. Like it's not physical or anything. It's just something you'll know. And God can do that. So it's not like a Harry if, Potter lightning thing on your head. No. <laughs> no, but who knows? They don't really elaborate on it. But I, I like that they do that. A lot of the times when the Bible leaves things vaguely or like the conversation Cain and Abel had, they didn't really expand. I think they do that. I think it's intent. It's all intentional. The Bible is a library of books. And if we think about it, this thing is like almost 6,000 years. Like, Dude. Mm-hmm. From the time of Adam to Abraham, 2,000 years. From the time of Abraham to Jesus, 2,000 years. To now, like this book has been through the ringer, right? So if they chose to leave certain things out, I'm, I know it's because they want us to receive it and interpret it in a way that's not too heady. Let's not intel- over-intellectualize this. You know, that's not the point. The point is I'll mark you and no one's gonna kill you, which is just another example of God being merciful and sovereign. I should kill you. You killed your brother, but I won't. I mean, I also only have three people on the planet and I need to mass produce, <laughs> but also I'm going to go easy on you. It's, it's a depiction of God's mercy on us, which kind of, I mean, it humanizes him for me. I don't know, if I don't, you've never read the Bible, I'm assuming, right? But for those of you who start to read the Bible... The second you start to feel that little tingle in you, like, oh, crap, I'm kind of s- developing a relationship. If this happened to you, may, may, may not, if you decide to read it, like, more logically. But, like, the second you view God as, like, oh, I'm- there's a relationship with him and with other people, you kind of see him as, like, more human.
1: Uh-uh, so he's not just my God, because I thought
0: mine was mine. No, Baba, mama. I don't know what Baba is or Baba. I don't know what the fuck I just said. Market. Um, No, God is, it's like, God is overseeing, and it's almost like God is, like, All God is all of our fathers, every single person in this room, and you listening too. And like if we know that he's a merciful God, we'll be more inclined to believe him when he promises us things. If you feel something in your like, dude, I can't tell you how many times I felt in my heart that I was gonna do this podcast. Mm. And it sounds nutty right now, but I'm telling you, what God promises you something. It may take longer than you anticipated. It may okay, be. Okay, so she's trying to say that's me, y'all. No, no, yeah, it took a long time, but I know you got a lot going on, girl. Fused. Congratulations. Yes, yes. But like, what I'm saying is, you'll know, like God, God, when God speaks to you, that relationship, it's an all-knowing thing. It's there's, it's impenetrable, undeniable. There ain't no thing. You can come at me with theological questions and try to be like that, 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 but guess what, honey? I know. Anywho, back to Cain and Abel. Well, I mean, actually, no, that's the end of the story. But he ends up sending Cain off, right? Adam and Eve end up having other kids, by the way, because they were like, well, our favorite is dead. Cain's a killer. He ain't no longer here. But Cain ends up having a family of his own, too. And that's a whole other thing. I don't want to confuse the listeners. And I don't know how much time we have. But Cain also ends up having—got it. Cain also ends up having his own family, Talk about merciful. Talk about like you, you were able to start anew a life. Um, fun fact for my Bible story angels is that one of the descendants of Cain, who is, he isn't really impertinent to the story of Abraham, to the story of David, to the story of Jesus, but uh, Cain's descendants, one of his uh, great, 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 great grandchildren created the first weapons. Like anything dark related, like they came from Cain's line. How funny that they, that they highlight that for us in the genealogy in the Bible. I just think, I think it's kind of cool to, to research that. You guys do your own research too outside of this. Or maybe I'll like post something on Instagram, like the genealogy and like give you guys some more because it's really cool. And then like the genealogy of, haha, Seth, they, Adam and Eve had a third child named Seth. And the line of Seth is where we get Jesus.
1: That's it. No, I are people. real? Yeah. In the genealogy of Seth, we get Jesus. And Jesus makes you sing like that, huh? He sure does. I'm just waiting for him to call me. So let me get this straight. Yes. What? I'm going to throw everybody for a little loop here. Mm-hmm. There was only three people?
0: No. Well, we got Adam and Eve. Uh-huh. And um, they die after like 900 years or whatever. We had, we had Cain and Abel. And actually in the well, if we're going to get into it in the nitty gritty, they actually in the Bible, it actually says that uh, 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 Adam and Eve may have had more children, but they don't it, they don't elaborate on it. So that leaves us to believe that they aren't important in the story of leading us to Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm a Christian, but for Jewish people, I'll, I'll switch it up. They aren't really impertinent characters in the story of Abraham.
1: So we get a little incesty, is what you saying? Weezy,
0: yes. But, 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 like I said, from episode one. So they're her-
1: taking ribs and stuff from everybody.
0: Laws of hermeneutics. Law- am I even saying that word? I, I sure hope I am. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I didn't graduate college. But like, her- laws of hermeneutics, it's like, you're, there there are three laws. And I know I'm probably going to forget one. But one of them is the scripture will define scripture. Scripture will answer scripture. If you have a question about one verse, the answer to that will will be found in another verse, in another book in the Bible. The other law in hermeneutics is, um, the other law of hermeneutics is, uh, uh, oh, don't over contextualize. Like if, if you haven't read the full Bible, it's almost like you have no license to really discuss. You'll take things out of context. Obviously. And then the other thing is, if there's something in the Bible, like one thing, you, you had the question,
1: were there other children? You're telling me there were only three people? Whatever, I'm just saying Very say fair. he was the father
0: and he the father to
1: everybody. So I'm a guess He had a lot of kids.
0: Yes. And you're absolutely right. Because guess what? There's a line, a, a, a quick line, which, which is in the Bible. And I, I, I'm not going to do it for the sake of time. But in there's a line in there that says they had other children. Like, there there could have been more, but they chose not to, ex- like, expand on them because they weren't important in the story of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Copy? And they did have condoms
1: back then, y'all, so. Just a Weezy, Alex,
0: we gotta get... We, Alex, what are we gonna do?
1: <laughs> like, is this
0: gonna be a thing? <laughs>
1: Trojan. That's a word back then that came from, like, back then. Which camera do I look at? <laughs> Pray for me!
0: <laughs> um... Anywho, so I thought that was really cool about Cain's family, you know, and then Seth's family. So Cain, descendants of all the things that are like wretched and like uh, war, uh, armor and stuff like that, that's Cain. And then from Seth, we get light, we get direct, direct line to God as God promised. Take that however way you will. I'm down to fight. Hit me, evangelists. Whatever we got to do, let's go. I'm okay, worried, wait, brother. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what? they
1: ain't going to come up through here. In Jesus' name, no, they not. No, hit me. Uh-uh. Oh, please don't. No, no. Not but at all. But I the, will tell you guys. The, if anyone's going to be the devil on the shoulder, it's me. Brianda, this mm-hmm. sweet little angel, the unproblematic one, you're just giving these stories as you see them. Yeah. It's all up to interpretation, kind of. Yeah,
0: but also like it opens it. It makes me be like, damn, yo, yo, I've sinned. I've sinned a lot. I've committed so many sins, and I know that, and I accept that. Are I, you speaking from you? I was kind. Of, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was also looking at you. I speak for the both of us. <laughs> We've committed a lot of sins, okay? But like. In a sense, it it, it 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 shows who we really are, true nature. And God sees it and already knows that. So we might, if we have the choice, we might as well choose to be better people. It makes us feel good, right? Like, I don't know. I think that anytime you exp you uh, enlighten or, or choose to highlight that part of a human, I want to get to know it. I want to get to know you. That's kind of like with podcasters. If I see a podcast we're just talking about podcasters that know too much or like trying and act phony or whatever, like, I tune off. Like, I don't even care about that. Like, yeah, A lot of times people are dissuaded from reading the Bible because they think that it is just a bunch of hoity-toity, nose-uppity, like, oh, we, this is what we got to do. Like, no, the Bible talks about a lot of effed up-ish, okay? And they do that for a reason, because they know what our human propensities for evil are. Why not discuss them? At greater length, we get to learn more about human psychology, the way we engage with our families, our friends, our
1: lovers. Because I love a propensity. I love a propensity too, sister. <laughs> you um, know, I I will say, Brianda, as someone, you know, it's not like I'm a non-believer or whatever, but it's like, you know, maybe he's up there, maybe he ain't. Agnostic. Some night date, but I really am truly interested in in knowing that, like. You know, we get murder in the first few pages and Mm -hmm. learning lessons from stuff like that. It is super interesting. Weezy, get get this. The first man
0: born committed murder. He was the first man born. It wasn't wasn't Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were born from God. But the first person born from man was Cain.
1: And he committed murder. But see, Adam and Eve was eating apples too and they shouldn't have been eating apples. So I'm just convinced that- Hey now! Hey now! And what were we discussing before? Like- that's that's
0: oh god oh this is so fun I can't wait to do this podcast more like this is what con- this is what consciousness is the nooks and crannies of consciousness the nooks and crannies of chaos and order even the garden of Eden why do you think it was surrounded by a border it was God was bordering that paradise from the disorder from the chaos it's symbolic if you think about if you want to think about it that way right Cain could have chose. Uh, 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 with a, a different he could have chosen a different path consequentially Abel's path would have changed too but because he did this Abel's now dead Abel wasn't able to have kids Abel wasn't able to, to live out his life you know what I mean when you think about it like that who that stuff trips me up it like raises it raises my
1: like what's the expression but I kinda like it for the story like a little murder right in the beginning I think he needed to keep on you know hat. what
0: I think Jesus is calling <laughs>
1: Kidding, he's not calling
0: now, but he will in a bit. <laughs> um, let's sum up this episode, okay? Cain and Abel. Moral of the story is sin. We're all sinners, all of us. We're imperfect beings. We do effed up ish, but how do we choose to live with that? And how do we move forward? That's our choice. We are the writers of our own story. So if we have some guidance, why don't we listen to it? Jesus, I was just talking about you. Hey. Mm-hmm. I just told about Kate and Abel. Yeah, you know Weezy. Weezy was a lot. We may have to reconsider Jesus. her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I love you, too. He loves you, too. All right, bye. Oh. He said no more leather. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's a show, guys.
1: I'll take the gloves off. (laughs) Bye.